0: This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.UBS.com for further information about UBS.
1: Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to UBS Global Research PodHub, a channel that shares insight from economists, strategists, and equity analysts on the pivotal questions and events shaping today's markets. My name is Ivar Bilfold Kelly, an analyst within the European Transport Department. And in this episode, we are going to be taking a high level look at the global travel landscape to understand consumer trends and how to learn how airlines and hotels are impacted by current market conditions. I'm joined by Jared Castle, one of my European colleagues, and Ian Wong, one of my Asian colleagues, to discuss the hotels and airlines. Jared, if we turn to the European landscape and look at both the the airlines and the hotels, how do you anticipate volumes will
2: evolve over the coming months? Thanks, Ivar. On the hotel side, currently we are seeing close to pre-COVID levels of occupancy over 90% at the moment. Um, Airlines continue to ramp up capacity. Um, When we look forward into the summer, what we're seeing is capacity for long haul, somewhere between 70 to 80% of pre-COVID levels um, and short haul um, actually over 90%. At the same time, we are seeing the bookings coming through based on the search interest, as well as the um, comments made from the European airlines.
1: And secondly, How will current supply and demand dynamics impact pricing?
2: Pricing at the moment is also strong for both the hotels and the airlines, clearly demonstrating this pent-up demand as well as by the fact that on the airline side there is not sufficient capacity to service this demand. Um, We would expect for a number of airlines for pricing to be um, materially above 2019 levels uh, for summer. And finally, do you have any major concerns for the sector? My major concern is uh, the ability of the sector to deliver on the summer promise. Uh, We are seeing staffing issues at both the operators, the airlines and the um, providers uh, around the uh, supply chain, namely um, airports, air traffic control. Um, And even within the hotel segment, the ability to get staff um, is a challenge. So although people wanna go on holiday, um, it's really a case of the operators and the um, ecosystem around travel being able to provide on their promise. Thanks, Jared. Ian,
1: can you tell us a little bit about how these trends are playing out for the Asian airlines?
3: Overall in APAC, aviation travel continues to lag behind Europe and North America, largely led by greater China COVID-19 policies. International air connectivity by May 2022 had recovered to about 62% globally, But for travelling between countries within Asia-Pacific, it's still only 22% of its 2019 levels. ASEAN and Australasia, however, are the notable exceptions. For Southeast Asia, we have seen a resurgence in demand from domestic travel in countries such as Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, and also outbound travel for Singapore. These are a testament to the generally more accommodative travel policies, such as when Singapore removed all of its travel restrictions from April for vaccinated travellers and Malaysia also doing the same Since then, we have seen other ASEAN countries follow suit We're expecting to see ASEAN carriers recover to about 60% of pre-COVID-19 capacity by second half 2022 Korea and Japan have also followed with travel groups and removal of quarantine requirements from June Even for Hong Kong, China there have been policies such as reduction of required quarantine days However, Alongside the impact of elevated fuel prices, two factors will likely dominate discussion in the region over the near term, including one, labor rehiring pace, and two, ticket prices. For labor rehiring, airlines in the region have had trouble in rehiring the staff that were unfortunately retrenched during the height of the pandemic. This might impact their ability to fully ramp up and translate into higher wages. Another related issue is the relatively higher ticket prices and how soon it normalizes. We have seen ticket prices and yields for airlines continue to be high, sometimes at multiples of 2019 levels, largely due to supply inadequacy. The pace of normalization will be of interest to investors in the region, especially when cargo has been a strong contributor to earnings recovery given supply chain disruptions globally.
1: Thank you for visiting UBS Research PodHub. That was an overview of the global travel landscape. Tune in again for more investment insights.
0: This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content and has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission copyright UBS 2022 the key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS all rights reserved